Welcome to The Pemberley Podcast, a podcast where we discuss modern-day Jane Austen adaptations. Now covering Emma Approved, I'm Jillian Davis. I'm Yolanda Rodriguez. Keep up with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Pemberley. You can help support our running costs on patreon.com slash thepemberley. And if you have any questions or comments, email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another very special episode of The Pemberley Podcast. This week, we have another interview for you with some of the cast of Emma Approved. That's right. We got both Joanna Sotomora and Brent Bailey on for this interview. So it's our, uh, it's not our first. The last time we had a duo interview was Margaret Dunlap and, and Jay, Jay Bushman, Bushman. Yeah. for Sanditon, which was a ton of fun. So it was really fun to do this one, too, because we haven't had a two-person interview in a while. Yeah, we had Emma Woodhouse and Alex Knightley in front of us amazing really great like it was also just like a fun interview you know yeah. it's like a fun group conversation about all this definitely in both talking about the obviously the original emma that we've covered and the revival so it's really cool to hear their takes on both all right so without further ado an interview with joanna sotomora and brent bailey Yay! <laughs> Yay! Welcome, you guys. Thank thanks for you. having us of course so uh, we usually like to start at the very beginning, pre-Emma, and Ooh. tell us a little bit about what brought you guys out to LA, your like first acting jobs. or Yeah, you've got a great story. Mine was more of a, I, did, I was a computer programmer before I wasn't an actor, and then I finished with my master's and I hit like a weird quarter life crisis. <laughs> my buddy lived in LA and he said I could sleep on his couch. So I came and slept on his couch for like six months, and then I lived in the living room for, or the kitchen, I put a bed in there for another six months, and I got my very first bedroom after a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my mm-hmm. first professional acting job was the Rascal Flats music video for Take oh. Me There. Oh, cool. Which was super fun. What did you do in the music video? I was like the love interest guy that the girl was saying, like, take me through. Or actually, I think I was saying, take me through your... I just remember you were like a surfer. And yeah. then it was like, there's a big tree at one point. And then I fell in love with the main girl. And one of us was saying, like, take me through your whole, like, childhood. Tell me about, like, your What's whole life. Because I'm falling in love with you. Like, that kind of deal. Because the guy or the girl wants to know everything about the other person. She ends up stalking him, turns out. <laughs> she's turns a murderer. Into, you know, we should just do a movie on this. Yeah, yeah. That's I think great. that's, maybe I think it was called The Fan, wasn't it? Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't have any idea. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you? I was, I was born and raised in Hawaii, and I was a super indoor kid, and I was like, I didn't go to the beach or anything, I just watched movies and Shakespeare, lots of Shakespeare. And then I went to college at Loyola Marymount for acting, and then the first thing I think I did was a, a horror film called Madison County. Where I got stabbed in the back a couple times oh by a grandma. Just like real life. Yeah, yeah. Those grandmas, man, they're shady. And then, uh, gosh, how old are we? When you, how long was Emma? I've been on here for fourteen years. Emma was yeah, five was not, years yeah. ago. I think we ended. Mm. So we would have started Emma. I think when I was like twenty-eight. Because mm. I think that was my first like leading role. Yeah. Did you guys have any web series experience up until that point, or was it everyone's first web series? I'd done a few. I did one called Leaving Bliss. Uh, which was like a cute little show about this girl that leaves her like hometown to come to LA and all of her experiences. And I played the roommate. Uh, oh, you did um, uh, the synthesized one. Oh, were you? <laughs> I did one called My Synthesized Voice. Or no, My Synthesized Life. Uh, a guy named Nate Golan wrote it and made it. And it was about like, it's a strange concept, but it was kind of funny. Uh, I'm in a car and I get in an accident and I get electrocuted by the radio. And then anytime I get nervous or excited, my voice automatically synthesizes. Like auto-tunes his voice. Yeah. And then my roommate happens to, happens to be like a beatboxer. And so we create this like spoken word, like band. And 
we're, I think we think we're super cool. <laughs> I, there's a music video out there somewhere. Oh, gosh. <laughs> there shouldn't be. Like, there okay. is. Yeah. And then I did a couple web things before Emma. I did video game high school with Freddie Wong's. Was thing. it before Emma? Yeah. Oh, crazy. Yeah. I was a, I was a, I played the Duchess of Kart. She is the leader of the, like, the Mario Kart racing team. Yeah. yeah. So it was really cool. So that kind of stuff. And then I think I worked with Wong Fu before Emma. I can't remember. I can't either. So I did, yeah, Wong Fu Productions worked with them, a video game high school, and then Emma, which is great because then you know a lot of people throughout like the YouTube world and different conventions. So we made, yeah, lots of different YouTube friends. I also auditioned yeah. for Lizzie Bennett Diaries and for... Welcome to Saniton. Welcome to Saniton. That's a great lead into our next question. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, we know that uh, you've auditioned for other things. Did you also audition for other roles in the Pemberley Digital Universe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went in with Stephen Chang, who plays um, Frank Churchill. If we went in as the Spin Twins, which were roles in Sanditon, right. and that's yes. how we met. Yes. And then they remembered me from that, and they ended up bringing me in for the Emma auditions, which was really cool. So that was my first, yeah, Pemberley experience. But it was under a different title. I don't think they told us it was Emma. Mm-hmm. And it was like a different script and stuff, too. And I didn't, I'm not very thorough with life <laughs> or, like, reading and stuff. So I didn't read that it said for the lead. I thought it was just, like, a like a guest star or co-star sure. thing. So I went in with no nerves whatsoever, which I think really helped. Yeah, I think it's better. I think sometimes it's uh, worse to know it could be something big. Totally. I started getting nervous then, uh, when we did the chemistry reads because I was the first one cast and then they ca- then they needed um, a Harriet and a Mr. Knightley. So then I read with a bunch of different Mr. Knightleys. Mm-hmm. And then you and then I, he came in and I got super nervous because I just I didn't want to screw it up for him or for anyone else that I was acting with. Mm-hmm. So I just like flubbed all of my lines. I didn't Nobody actually know that she was. They, nobody told me that she was Emma at the time. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea. I was just like, oh. It's a good thing you'd already gotten the job, so you didn't have to. I know. And Bernie kept saying, too, he's like, you can calm down. Like, you booked this. I was like, I know. I just, uh, it's just a lot of pressure. Would you be shocked at the amount of people to get fired from jobs at, like, table reads or, really? I mean, yeah, like, just because you have the job doesn't mean you actually have the job. Until you start filming and they can't, And like, even after you've started filming, That's sometimes true. you get replaced. Like, apparently even um, Michael J. Fox was a replacement yeah. for, like, two other guys from Back to the Future. Really? Yeah. They had filmed, like, half the movie online. <gasps> Eric Stoltz and also another guy no that I worked with on LBJ, and I can't think of his name right now. But, yeah, like, they had shot the majority of the movie, and then they were like, this just isn't working. And they go back and they reshot it. They did that with, um, I mean, it's a voice, but with her, they recast the voice of Scarlett Johansson. Oh. They did the whole thing with a different uh, actress. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Even, mm-hmm. like, oddly, I don't yeah, think this the whole is a secret, movie. but there was a different girl that actually was originally Lizzie Bennett. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, we like, didn't hear this. What? I'm very outraged because yeah. I thought we knew everything. What? I thought we were really? Like scholars. Uh, How do you have this information and please share it right yeah. now? Yeah. It's like Megan Sioni. I always mispronounce oh. her last name, but she was actually originally the person that was Lizzie yeah. when they did all the read-throughs and everything. And then Ashley ended up, I guess, replacing her or getting the role. Because I think maybe Meg was just there for when they were kind of like bringing it into fruition and like testing everything out. And then, yeah, she didn't end up getting the actual, like, oh. final role. Oh. Crazy. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Twists and turns. Twists and turns. Twists and turns. Twists and turns. That's what we call the show. Twists and turns. Twists and turns. Podcast. Um, that's cool. So what other Pemberley roles did you audition for in addition to Knightley? Mr. Darcy and Wickham. Did you like feel a particular connection to Knightley, especially, or just For like? Sure. I, yeah. Oh, he is. <laughs> he is. I'm very much. It, it worked out the way it should have. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, because I Wickham just got. He's got like that really evil side that I mm-hmm. would have loved to have played with, but it would have been something I would have had to really like kind of dive into and work at. And then for Darcy, 
to be honest, I, I don't, I think it would have played him very similar, but I think Daniel, I think he did such a good job that it was just like such a good fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and Knightley came very easy just because it, it is so, I mean, I have my master's in business. I love business. I like finances and it just all kind of fell into place to where they, I mean, after a while, like Tracy and all the amazing writers on our team kind of just started like writing for us as the mm-hmm. characters instead of the other way around, which is always much easier. Because yeah. I mean, we had to shoot so much in such a little period of time mm-hmm. that it's easier when it's kind of already your your speech pattern and already like the things you would say. Totally. And I think, yeah, they're, they're very good, uh, Pemberley, at casting. Yeah. I think they have like a really good sense of who has the essence of those characters mm-hmm. and can just bring that to the table, which, yeah... Just super fun. After a while, when you like, like like get the first couple episodes out, then you can actually like really start playing and like bring a little bit of yourself into it. So when you guys sort of did chemistry reads with each other and with everyone else who got cast, did you guys feel like it was really obvious, like who was going to be the next B Mart Harriet? Each other. Something? Yeah, there's only one person that read for B Mart, and that's that was James Ron Isaacs. Aww. He because he also auditioned for a bunch of different roles for Pemberley. Mm-hmm. He also so, auditioned for Knightley. He did. I read with him. I chemistry read with him too. Yeah. And he, uh, I mean, he's totally like his character, B Mart, was perfect for him. So, yeah. I was there for, I think, the Maddie Bates auditions. Oh, yeah. It's harder when you're in the room because everybody does bring their own unique perspective to it. And, and there are so many talented people that sometimes you're like, oh, gosh, like, I don't know. It just depends on which way you want to mm-hmm. go with this role. So I think there were always multiple choices that you could go with. But then ultimately, like, Bernie is so good at his job that he could dial it in and be like, that's the person because that's where we want the story to go. Yeah. We, yeah. Frank Churchill was one that everyone was like, oh, Stephen Chang. Like, yeah, we had a bunch of great. greats and they were like, him, absolutely. <clears throat> um, you were one that they all were like, absolutely. And you said no. I said no. She really, oh. she really did. I said, why? Because I there were two other guys... Stop! Stop! Don't! Don't! There were there were two other guys, and one of them I felt because again Brent was like the first one in. I was super nervous, so I it didn't really feel as chemistry wise. And then the other guy, I felt like we could have like really fun banter. But the thing is, it was too he was it was too similar to my personality. So he wasn't a knightly character. Mm-hmm. He was just a guy that I thought was really funny. Yeah, that's the truth. And then and then they're like, no, I think you know, Brent Bailey's for the part. And then he went in and was perfect, and he killed the role. And then she fought to not have me. I didn't fight that hard. I just said, <laughs> I said I refuse to do the show if this man is a part of it. I, I actually, I, I didn't even, I didn't even know about this until I think this year. Yeah, wow. probably. I think she like we were at a party and she was like, you know, I petitioned for you not to be nightly, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> but the thing, yeah, bomb yeah. drop. I was like, oh, we're just casually talking. <laughs> But it was, but that's another thing too, where the the creators of the show have such a clear vision of what these characters are and like know everything about them and where the story arc is going to go and what they want it to look like that they were like, no, this guy is going to be perfect for the role. And they're right. So did you guys know about the success of the Lizzie Bennet Diaries when you like got these jobs? Yeah. No. Oh, no, I didn't. Really? Tell tell us about both sides. Well, I mean, Bernie even like called me and let me know like, hey, this is going to, this is going to change a lot of stuff, at least through like the YouTube community and uh, like these conventions. And he's like, you're going to get a lot of people on social media that are going to start following you. He's like, it's going to be a very big difference than what your life is right now because Lizzie Bennett was so successful. Was he right? Um, yeah. Did for you sure. like, did your Instagram followers like skyrocket? Yeah. Both of us, our social media has definitely increased. And it's funny because it, I mean, people even still, like, if we post a photo that's of us, like, together, which we haven't in a really long time, we still have so many fans that just like the Pemberley story and like, you know, I don't know if it's either me and you together or if it's uh, Knightley and Emma together, yeah. but they always get more interaction than just, like, regular posts that I put up. Mm-hmm. So I think the majority of my followers are still from Emma. 
Same. Which is great. Yeah. Uh, so Bernie did not give you this courtesy call. Well, he he <laughs> did, but I guess I guess the thing is, I did the whole process and got Emma before I really knew about Lizzie Bennett or anything. And then after I officially had the role, he sat me down and was like, "Also, you should probably." Get, I had the same conversation with me. He said, "You should probably get a smartphone because I didn't have like a, <laughs> I, I didn't have like a like an iPhone or anything. I didn't barely had. I didn't have a Twitter account. I barely used Instagram." And he was like, "You might just want to like." Just maybe get a couple of those accounts. Um, yeah. And then and then later on when I started, when I got the role, we started filming. I was like, oh, man, this is tremendous pressure. Because then you start seeing people go, who's Emma? And what are they going to do with the story? And then you start just seeing all this uh, hype around the next thing following Lizzie Bennett, which is a lot of pressure. Big shoes to fill. That's why they so. don't announce it ahead of time, though. Yes. Because yeah. they don't want people to prejudge. And they don't want people to, I mean, just the same thing they're doing like right now with Batman and Robert Pattinson. They like, yeah. Which seems to work very well for Batman. But I don't, they don't, they didn't want to do that for us where they were going to be like, hey, this person's... They don't want enough time for people to have all these negative thoughts and opinions. It's much easier totally, if you yeah. just see the episode and you're like, oh, that's them. So then that was scary too, being like, we filmed all this stuff and we can't change it now, so right. here you go, let's see what happens. And luckily it was... Um, Terrible. They hated you. <laughs> <laughs> you are... Uh, the ombre hair, the bright That was webs. bad. That was really bad. I don't know. I don't know why... Why they let me do that? I think it looks great. If you go through all of our like wardrobe and hair, my hair goes like so short sometimes and so shaggy at other times, and then your hair goes from short to like colors. super. It's just dark, but it gets really, really long. And but yeah, it was really scary. But after a while, you just go, well, it's not going to be Lizzie Bennett. It's going to be Emma. And they're two completely different characters and stories, yeah, shot two in two totally different shows. ways. So yeah. let's just instead of comparing, let's just do the best Emma that we can. Right. And so by the end, I think I think they probably hated me less. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, a lot of people still hated the character but they grew to love her and found her endearing sure brent bailey yeah what other opinions you got <laughs> knightley had it easy because knightley most people just well, like knightley also you were introduced super quick as, a, as the romantic yeah. interest which i think was because they waited a while for darcy 61 episodes Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. whereas knightley was episode one literally yeah. episode one yeah. Yeah. The, the, the khakis came in yeah but that was fun because we got to start bantering right off the bat right yeah that was really fun had you guys read any jane austen adaptations or like do you have like a favorite story from the canon before emma proved i did read emma and that one is my favorite character i think she's so much much like me she's like you I hate to say that because like there are a lot of really not charming personality traits about her the endearing ones I feel like I and also maybe the not so good ones too I just related to her as a person everybody's flawed yeah embrace the flaws too yeah so what was your guys's favorite parts about playing Emma Knightley oh that's a good question uh I think it was the like the little family that we built I mean in front of the camera and behind everybody everybody that was involved is for like Jenny Powell and I mean Bernie's so great um I, I love Tracy who was one of the writers Tracy Wilcox but now I think her Bitter last off, name is yeah. Bitter off because mm-hmm. she got married mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah like every, everybody that was involved uh they were just so great and then you know obviously we hit it off and yeah. ended up you know dating in real life too I guess uh you so, guess <laughs> Yes. Um, so yeah, I think. Yeah. And then it was it was super challenging, which was really fun. Uh, I mean, I think it's actually we're really lucky we did date during it because the amount of dialogue we had, if we didn't have time to hang out and like run it beforehand, it would have been a very different show. It would have been super challenging to come in not having rehearsed for the last like two weeks together 
and just being like, hey, what did you do the last two weeks? Uh, let's read this for the first time. Yeah, there's a bunch Which is of more of like a normal set. Like usually you don't get that luxury to spend so much time with somebody outside of filming. Yeah, yeah so whole, everyone should process. just date their co-stars and a, then you'll have more rehearsals. It's just efficient. Like yeah. honestly, it's just... If you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really loved, and I uh, think you to the conventions and all the things yeah. we got to go to um, as part of the, uh, this cast. It was, it was so much fun. It was great to see like your work is enjoyed by people and they appreciate it and they like come up to you and and tell you that they like what you're doing or uh, they like this episode or could relate to this episode or they liked even this outfit or Mm -hmm. so that was super because I've never been to any convention like that before so getting thrown into that was such an amazing gift and that the, was so cool. I still go back sometimes and watch like the fan videos, like the mashups they do with like the oh, music. Yeah. And they're, like they're so talented. I mean, I think that's the nice thing about like the YouTube community is that a lot of the people that are involved that watch it are also so incredibly talented on their own, and so you get to see a lot of their creative like work. I mean, we had those like um, nightly and the puppets. Uh, yeah, the puppets that were made that were yeah. incredible. Yeah. Um, we had. I think we got some other fun stuff that I mean, we had, like the little finger puppet ones that we got at GeekyCon, mm-hmm. which now I think is called no. Or maybe it was LeakyCon and now it's GeekyCon. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, yeah, lots of like a yeah. bunch of really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you have any favorite convention moments that stand out to you? Yeah, I'm sure. I think I was the most excited when I got to go talk with Mark Ruffalo at VidCon. Oh, you, <clears throat> I was at that VidCon. And you I talked about nice. that. I told saw me. him and tried to get a picture, and then he was, like, getting whisked away. And so. Yeah. yeah. They upgraded his barrel rolled in. He was like, take a picture with you. I interrupted a full, take a picture. like, meeting. Oh. And he was so kind, and he took oh. a picture. Then when you turned your back, he went, brother. And he, he didn't No, yeah. he didn't. He did, yeah. <laughs> I also remember, like, for some reason, when we were we were all like laying around in one of the like creator rooms with Hank Green on like oh yeah that was the super fun bags and yeah. we just had like a couple hours with him and Bernie yeah uh, and just like all of the cast just like really like lounging around wow. and relaxing which was really fun Vegas was really fun too that wasn't a convention yeah. that was an award show but that one was yeah it was the four of us um, Dan Brent Isaacs. Uh, Brent Bailey and myself, the four of us just did a road trip to Vegas for this yeah. convention and like got to stay in a room together. It was it was just, yeah, that was really cool. They too. spelled our name wrong on the sheets. <laughs> yeah, they did. And then there was that gift that came <gasps> oh! from that where we're dancing that went around forever. Yeah, and then the dress. Emmys. I mean, it's not a convention, but that was fun. <laughs> the Emmys was the most stressful day of my life. Oh, you, really? oh, yeah, that one was fun. Uh, it was my best friend's wedding and I was the best man. <gasps> and he was getting married in Huntington? He was getting married in Rancho's Polls. Rancho's oh, Polls Verdes. And like OC. The, and the yeah. Emmys were up On here. Like a downtown. Same day. Saturday wow. traffic? Uh, so yeah, that's had, right. So I came to the Emmys in my like tux. Uh, did I did the red, the red carpet. carpet. I left the Emmys, went and did the wedding, and then I came back. So I missed, I didn't get to go on stage. I missed oh. all of the Emmys. Did which I mean it was like a sure. great problem to have yeah, yeah. Like, with my best friend, but <laughs> you didn't then to change clothes. But no, that was actually I felt a little bad because I I loved my tux and you're not supposed to have like a nicer tux than the groom. The groom. Uh, so I I like ditched the jacket for part of it, but uh, but then I luckily like they're not real big partiers and so the wedding kind of ended and there was no huge like after party reception. So then I came back and got to go to the ball mm-hmm. with them and the, those balls are crazy. Like tell us about the ball. Oh my gosh, it was. Utah, yeah, it was gorgeous. (laughs) (laughs) It was beautiful. Like the centerpiece went from here to the ceiling. Yeah, and it was, and then uh, it was just crazy. And everyone is a somebody there. And so if you have an Emmy at your table, it's like love the show. No, you know they've never seen it. (laughs) And you're just like, thank you so much. I love you guys. And everyone's just like, and we had like eight Emmys on our table. We had like because all the producers, all the producers got them. So they were like, there's like three. I saw eight. (laughs) 
Sure. Uh, I mean, sure. I'll take so yeah, everybody would stop oh. by and be like, "What are you? What is we get? What do you do?" And then, and then, so get this: the band. There's um, there's a, like a, a dance floor in the middle. All the tables around it, and then there's a rotating stage with the band on it that had like almost like a like a three tiered cake. Mm-hmm. They all like different wrote like the piano was on the top, and then all the different instruments like rotated, and then you could like dance in a circle. It was really nice. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, we had a great time. That's very fun. All right, let's talk about the revival. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, we had known that Bernie was trying to make season two happen, like, since season one ended. Right. Yeah, for a long time. Um, so how did you guys know that this was the right time to revive it? I mean, that's the unfortunate part. I actually think we we should have revived much earlier. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we wanted to. It was just a matter of, like, making sure everybody was on board, figuring out, like, how we were going to do it, why we were going to do it. And also, Bernie had a bunch of other projects he was starting to incubate, too. So it right. was, yeah. Yeah, the timing was just really difficult. And I think that's unfortunate because, I mean, I think we did, I think it was five years after. Wow. And that's that's a long time to wait. And, like, hiatus. Yeah, yeah, to come back. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, Grace was, like, 20 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so we all just kind of like sat down over dinner one night and the video or the i don't i guess it's a video game the game uh oh yeah moments yeah yeah, had come out and bernie asked if we wanted to be involved in that and then once he saw how willing we were all to be like involved in the app he was like would you guys have any interest in a revival and we were like of course and then he talked to day and brent and they said yeah and so once he realized everybody was still willing to do it, I think he was like, well, let's give it a try. Like, what are your thoughts? And I was like, I would only like to come back if we're going to change the format. I want to do it mm. more single cam style, kind of like The Office. Yeah. Um, just to, so it can be a different show. Mm-hmm. And then we, I mean, everybody started writing scripts. We came on as producers um, and we just kind of went from there and we yeah. shot the first round that unfortunately got a little c- cut short, but mm-hmm. um it was it, it, we had much. It was supposed to go on for much longer, uh, but that's a whole whole different story. So yeah, I, but it was nice to revisit those characters again five years later, and and because we changed so much too in those five years, right? You can't help but bring that to the characters as well. So yeah, it was it was a fun it was a fun brief little reunion five years later. <laughs> yeah, I mean we we had another two full packages of episodes like already like written and planned out to shoot so mm-hmm. it was it was really fun to get to do it uh it was really fun to watch it air and then it was also like kind of heartbreaking to not say goodbye continue. again yeah yeah can you talk about who the other clients were going to be because the first one was collins who are the other people going to be uh your brother was one yeah and we had already cast my brother and my brother is somebody that's actually like fairly well known who just like ended a show that oh, was like free form yeah. for a while and uh-huh. he would have been so good as my brother We'd already cast a few really big roles. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, my brother was going to be one of the clients or one of the guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we can say the other ones. I don't I don't know. Because I think those scripts are still written and they might still be sure. thinking mm-hmm. about and making And they're great. Them. They're good, so. <laughs> but yes, the, there was a female role that was already cast uh, and it was a good one. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I have a feeling that somehow that will still eventually get made in some in way, shape, or form. In a different form, a different, yeah. Okay. So there's right. hope. Is this? Are we hearing here first that there's like hope for like an Emma approved revival? Revival? Oh, <laughs> I don't think. I think not. Emma approved. I think, I think she's yeah is done. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, and that's kind of out of our control and out of Bernie's control at this point. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I think there will be more stories from some of the people that were involved in Pemberley, um, just probably not through Pemberley. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Potentially as like a web series or as something else? Well, well yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We, we've been talking about doing something together. Um, it won't be Emma, but it'll just be something, you know, fun for us to do. I know Brent Isaacs is super creative, really wants to do some new stuff. Dayan is now um, a full-time streamer on Twitch. Yeah. Um, so everybody's kind of doing their stuff. And I think we all love this universe and we love the fans. And so... We all love working together too. Yeah. So if we can do something um, in this same world, we will. So since you guys were both producers on the revival, how did your roles sort of change from when you were just actors on season one? (laughs) So this is a lot of like art imitating life. I feel like, uh, I I feel like I did very Emma stuff where I I helped bring in wardrobes and, uh, helped with hair and makeup and organizing. I did all the business stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, yeah. We've split into very Emma and Alex positions, producers. Yeah, so like I yeah. negotiated our contract, and then um, I helped negotiate like some of the other people's contracts or make deals, and then we mm-hmm. both helped with casting. Um, I decided on some like the way we'd be filming, mm-hmm. um, and then Bernie obviously he's a pro, so he doesn't need a whole lot of help. He was trying to delegate more because he does have so much going on mm-hmm. that it's nice to sometimes be able to be like, "Hey, you can take care of this," even though he's more than capable of it. It's mm-hmm. just about him having more free time to do the other projects that he's involved in. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he was filming artificial in the same house that you guys were filming Emma. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like they were upstairs and we were downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were filming at the same time. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Two crazy. productions going. Yeah. Or I, yeah, it was crazy. So how do you feel like Alex and Emma grew in the five years that they were off camera and then came back? Well, I think they grew in their relationship. I think it definitely went from small romantic things to like a solid partnership with a good marriage of love and more flowers and more flowers yeah 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 yeah. um yeah i mean there was still there's still so much growth in the other scripts that was going to be shown because in this one too it was still very like emma does emma antics so it would have been nice to be able to show a little bit more growth but yeah i mean i wanted to talk about like if we were living together if this was just like our office space like we were asking those questions too and we would like those answered right now (laughs) (laughs) what if we decide on I mean, oh, I no, think, we said we had two different things. I, I think we, I, I would have loved to have been living together, but I think her dad would have been. Oh, an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you're never yeah. supposed to mix you know, right. dating yeah. and business. Um, so are they going to get married? I think so. We, oh, yeah. Definitely down the line. I, I would have liked to have even shot that, but. There's so, that's much, a, there's so many things that we wish we could have done, but. I Yeah, that'd be a tough one. I mean, because if you, if you do eventually have the proposal, I mean, that's that's almost like that would be the final episode. Yeah. I mean, if you go back to like Friends and everything. Yeah. I mean, it's tough to top that basically like the ending unless you then use that to like catapult you into a whole new show about like Alex and Emma and their new life as a married couple. Um, but I think I think they definitely get married. And yeah. I think they, you know, they have their bickering moments and their disagreements. But at the end of the day, they resolve them and they get past them yeah. and uh, they work well together because I think they balance each other out so well. Absolutely. Um, any favorite memories from set from the revival? I think it was really cool just, you know, trying on different outfits again and just bringing, you know, your little wink and, and your, I remember Woodhouse sort of voice back on. That yeah. was really cool. And we had a whole new crew on the the revival. So it was getting to know a lot of new people. Um, it was a new house, which was fun. I really liked that scene that I, I think maybe is how the show ended, where we were on the balcony and we're kind of like looking yeah. out. Yeah. Um, I really liked that that scene. And, and it also, we hadn't really spent a whole lot of time together over the past couple of years mm-hmm. so it was just you know us getting like reacquainted which which was funny because you would think after five years you would kind of forget how to be the character or how to like 
keep the relationships, but it kind of came back like right yeah. away for everybody. Yeah, everybody yeah. kind of slipped right back into their role. Which that was, was super cool. Which was nice. I mean, working with Max was he he just so funny. And Max Max oh, had so awesome. much dialogue that was given to him so late, uh, and you would never know. And hopefully he doesn't mind. I don't think he cares. We say <laughs> but uh, so we had to like print out boards for him so he could read oh, them so a lot of times he's looking wow. over our shoulder reading the lines because it was i mean it was so it was much. so yeah and really yeah he did not have a lot of time to, to prep with that no but he i mean talk about like sight reading like a champion like he, <laughs> even watching and knowing that he was reading some of his lines i would have never known yeah wow yeah, that's good to know, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but watch back and see yeah i mean they do it on us now all the time yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, there's actually quite a few actors. Apparently, like Jack Nicholas only will work with an earpiece. Yeah, there's some actors who, like, in their careers are like, I'm not memorizing lines anymore. <laughs> That's so, insane. Like, That's crazy yeah. to me. Eric Roberts will not memorize lines. He has cue cards always wow. behind. Wow. It's yeah, pretty yeah. crazy. I feel like you need to work up to that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think you can come out of the gate to manage. No, you can't yeah. just, like, show up on your first gig. Like, I didn't memorize anything. Yeah. Hey, guys. My cue cards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we've got some fan questions. Oh. Um... How is it filming on bigger shows um, versus like smaller web series? Like, what's the difference like there? Uh, just, I guess, production, because on bigger shows you have every little job is delegated. You have very, very solid rules you need to follow in terms of how long you can film, when you need to stop for food. We did those on ours because those we are did. just like the standard SAG rules. We, we did, but like, um, yeah, but then on this one, you're just, it's more hands, it's less hands on deck, so it's everyone more hands on deck. It's more, more hands on deck. There's a lot more people involved, uh, which makes everything a little bit more chaotic. In a bigger production? In a bigger well, production. Well, the stakes are higher, too, so everyone's a little bit more stressed out, and there's not as much room to play. Right. Yeah, because you don't, yeah. It was our, our set, although we were accomplishing a lot, and to be honest, I mean, no offense to anybody else ever, like, to their shows, but we shoot so much more than anybody normally does. Usually when we mm-hmm. go back and tell people what our schedule was like, they they don't understand how Bernie can accomplish so much in such it's a so short period of time. Yeah. Emma's, like, such a fast pace, but in a weird, controlled way where it's so organized, it doesn't overwhelm you. Whereas when you're on, like, a bigger show, like, you could take an entire 12-hour day shooting a six-page scene. Yeah, yeah. But then you're like, well, that's weird because we shot, you know, 60 pages in uh-huh. one day of Emma approved. Yeah. So yeah. how is this going so slow? Yeah, sure. Um, and it is like a weird pacing thing to get used to this really slow rate of movement versus the Emma, which is just like the go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. But I mean, our set was very professional. It was very had... professional. It was like, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Because we were all friends. And so it was a lot of like, if you screw up or something, you, you don't feel super bad. I mean, you can like laugh about it and keep going and be professional. But have fun with it. As long as you don't screw up a lot. No, 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 no. Not that yeah. bad, but like... If you didn't know your lines, yeah. it was a problem. Because mm-hmm. if you're shooting that many pages in a day... Right. And, and, and to be fair, some people came into our show uh, as like guests that weren't... They weren't used to that. And it did... I mean, if you're not used to that and you're also a guest, which is much more difficult than being like a regular person on the show, yeah. your, your nerves are already higher... And then if you start messing up your lines, then it's like a train wreck because then your nerves yeah. get even worse and then your lines get even harder to remember. And then it just gets like to the point where you're like, we have to get this. Like it, if you need to read it, we would have music stands on set too, even mm-hmm. for us. So like sometimes if you just couldn't memorize something, you would just look it up would, real quick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I would just, you know, if Emma was right to my right, I could have the music stand just barely to her left so then I could read my lines off it. And you just kind of check in with it. But yeah, I mean, I think it's, we, we had a very professional set that, that I think any actor that would have come in would have been like, okay, this is legit. It's not like it was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and craziness. We had had all the stuff you're supposed to have. Maggie from Twitter asks, how is your experience coming back for the revival and how is the experience similar to the original and how is it different? So what was life like on set season one versus season two? Well, I mean, the way we shot was completely different. 
So that was something to get used to too, uh, just doing the single camera, or I guess there's two cameras, but we were like the vlog style versus uh, having the camera be more fluid and moving with you. So that was a fun little thing to get used to for the revival. Um, well, it really was a new character that unfortunately we didn't get to develop, but I mean, just like in the office, like the crew would have, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like they would have been part of the show, which would have been yeah. really fun. Mm-hmm. Also, I, it was five years later, and like I have just grown a lot in five years. She's mm-hmm. much so, taller. I'm sad. <laughs> I'm six five. I know, barely fit in the doorway. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. I'm mega girl. The first round was also all very new and exciting, and the second round was very nostalgic. Yes, ah, that's the one. There you go. That's what I said. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. That's what I said. It was like said. verbatim what I said. Yeah, you wrote it down, and I read it. Off thank, your you. Paper. Yeah. thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, it, they were just two very different experiences. One was uh, one was just very, very new and exciting, and the other one was like a little, in a weird way, like bittersweet, um, mm. because it was a show we all loved so much that we were now getting to revisit, but we didn't know for how long. Mm-hmm. And, and we were like, oh, this is... Five years later, that's so much time. Yeah, we're all so old. We're all so old now. We're all so tall. (laughs) (laughs) Those hair is so long. I know. Um, So what are you guys up to now? I just got done shooting a new movie called Break Even. Um, I also just got done working on a new Disney show called Coop and Cammy Ask the World. And I am also the new spokesperson for Shell. We've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> Which has been kind of crazy. But we've, we've shot a lot. We shot uh, 16 TV spots. We've shot 12 radio spots, which we're shooting more next week. And then obviously, like, the print campaign. Do you, like, go to – is that, like, your new go-to place for sh- – I yes. only go to Shell Gas. Okay. Are you yes. supposed to say that? Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, been... like, Shell, like, called us before this interview and, and said, they were like, Ask make him. sure he doesn't, like, go to Arco or something. Yeah, They're just know... like, hello, this is Shell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a Shell gas station right by my house, and it's, you know, it's great gas, and it's always been the cheapest near my house. So it kind of worked out that I didn't really have to change much. But, uh, yes, it was strongly recommended that I don't have a picture taken of me at Chevron. <laughs> With, especially not in the suit. Uh, so yeah, I, I will now, for the foreseeable future, only be getting shell gasoline. Oh, and what are you up to, Joanna? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I, <laughs> just doing the actor hustle. You've been, been on a whole bunch of shows. Been on a few shows, yeah. Uh, just small, fun, co-star, guest star stuff. John Good Place? Yes. Which is on... You were, I watched a couple of your, oh, your, your gigs. Yeah. I, I did um, a little bit on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah. I could do stuff. I just I just did the CBS Diversity Showcase in 2018. So that actually really helped me get a new agent and all the stuff. So, But it's been very slow, but at a good pace. It's a nice calm. And you're getting ready for a wedding. I am. It's <gasps> very when's, busy. When's the wedding? It's, it's uh, December this year. Okay. Yeah, cool. it's a New Year's Eve wedding. <gasps> so, <laughs> thank you. So actually, to be totally honest, that's been my... Big job right now is planning this wedding. It's like a full time job. It really yeah. is. Emma Woodhousing this wedding <laughs> like crazy. Will but your yeah. wedding be Emma approved? It will very much be Emma approved. Yay! That's exciting. Thank um, you. Where can people find you on social media? Um, everything is just my my full name, all my handles. Um, so at Joanna Sotomora, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, which is all wedding things. <laughs> I didn't know what I, yeah, what other sites are there? I'm, I'm the same. Mine's at Brent M. Bailey, um, and it's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm really only active on Instagram. I never know what to say on Twitter, sure. so it's rare. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm trying to get better about stories, too. I just, <laughs> I'm just not great Mine's at it. Mine's just me with my dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and the Snapchat filters. I love those filters. They're so funny. 
thank you guys for coming in and talking to us. Yeah, yes, thanks, for, thanks having for having us. And thanks for the donuts. Oh, yeah. This episode has been Pemberley Podcast Approved. Approved.